listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Monday, December 9th. Happy Advent. Yay! We're, uh, what, almost halfway through? Second. It's the second Sunday. Second. Well, it's second, Monday now. Second week. Second week. Yesterday was the second Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are continuing our Mental Health Monday series, special edition, Advent edition, with mm-hmm. Deaconess Heidi Gaiman, and ready to dig into that. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. It is time to check in with Deaconess Heidi Gaiman, our licensed clinical social worker and mental health expert. Thank you so much, Heidi, for being here this Monday. I I love being an expert, and that also holds a lot of weight. So <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> no stress. No stress, no stress. right? That's It'll what we're talking about. We are digging into stress in the holidays, oh, stressors in the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a fun one. Um, this is probably my favorite one to talk about. In the series? Yes. Yeah, uh, I think. People and relationship stress. As There's in- <laughs> no such thing. We're all, we all just get along just great. This is the biggie for introverts, I think. You think so? I think so. What do you think, Heidi? Is this a big one for introverts? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a big one for everyone because we're like made for relationship. Like this is, you know, part of our entire purpose here on earth is relationship with one another and relationship with God. And so that means that I think everything else is really at the end of the day connected to relationship. So anything we could talk about, even last week, we talked about environmental stressors and our experiences like within malls and shopping and parties and things, those have to do with at the end of the day relationship. And a lot of times what we experienced as kids and all of that connecting to what we experience as adults and what kind of expectations we hold and all that good stuff. So it is really the heart, I think, of, you know, our God is people and relationships. And so that's, of course, such a big part of our own lives. And what a a great point you made there in terms of our experience as kids. Uh, How much does that impact our expectations of what holidays should be Mm. no one can see me making quotes with my fingers can you um what holidays (laughs) should be uh based on how we view holidays because of our experience as a child and what we expect holidays to be and how those relationships impact that um and, and who who are we spending time with during the holidays for me uh i mean it's it's mostly uh I mean, obviously my wife and my son, but also uh, extended family as well. And I, that's probably pretty common for a lot of people. Maybe maybe not. Uh, maybe some experience isolation. We'll, we'll talk about that, too, I'm sure, as well. But I don't know. Who do you spend Who do you spend time with, Sarah, during the holidays? Well, I'm married to a uh, church musician, so that's a whole different side of this. Who do you spend time with? Because yeah. the timing gets messed up for uh, church workers. Um, but obviously my husband, and we try to see as much family as we can, but we're all spread out. So that's part of the stressor mm-hmm. for us is having the time to actually get to see the people that we want to see, because this is the time of the year that, that I don't know, we're quote unquote expected to spend time with family. And so that, that, mm-hmm. that is a, the part of the stressor for us is, is actually having the time to, to go to see them because we have to travel so far. Ding, ding, ding. I heard the word expectation. Yeah. Did... <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you win. You win. You win Mental Health Mondays. I have no prizes. Um, yeah, I think we're dealing with two pieces. We're talking about that family of origin piece. So what did we experience as kids and what expectations come out of that, as well as where does that touch on our present life and what we experience? And then the other piece is our current relationship with family, friends, and church family 
family? Um, and, and how does that press into our holiday experience, our Advent and Christmas joy? And it's so con- interconnected. I mean, people, it's kind of a joke about therapists, you know, that we like, we just want to talk about your childhoods. And, <laughs> and you know, there's a reason for that. Like, it's really legitimate that we all have the little people inside of us still that, you know, experienced Christmas at age five and age seven and age 12. And, and, you know, how does that connect to what we experience now? And so one huge thing is, uh, what you just said, what family expectations exist uh, and what are ours, like we create them because we had this awesome experience or this negative experience and we want to like reenact some of that or, you know, what is our family telling us right now or our church family, like you just pointed out, telling us right now that they need from us. Uh, The most helpful thing I can tell you about relationships and the holidays is there's no rules. Like there aren't rules to the holidays, even the creation of Christmas isn't from God. Like, you know, Jesus coming to earth is from God. Celebrating Jesus incarnate in a manger is from God. But the actual whole, all the stuff that goes around that, like there's no rules attached to that for us. And so that means we can take a step back and just release some of that burden, I guess. And that doesn't make it less complicated, you know, like your family is going to have opinions and your church is going to have opinions and all of that. But if I could strip away all the rules, what would my holiday look like? And then what does it currently look like? And maybe getting a little bit closer to the middle of that spectrum. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) And so and what I was trying She just to, put the tree in a different place. I know. Oh no. Or <laughs> or didn't put a tree up or at didn't, all. Oh my goodness. I know. You know, I think it's, it's too cuz we're like Lutheran and so we're like this is a huge part of the church year and that's really important to us and that's true. Um I mean, I hate to blow it out of the water here and evidently that's my job on this podcast today, but <laughs> like if Christmas didn't exist in our lives this year, pretend. Because, you know, we're going to talk about loss um, next episode. And I think that that's an important place where that's the place where you're like, I really wish Christmas wasn't around this year sometimes, you know? Well, what if it wasn't? Could you do that one year? And would that be okay? What are the problems with that? And what are the gifts with that? And just kind of wrestling with that, I think stripping it bare, you know, gets us to a place where we can begin to create uh, less stress in the holidays and more of the, the I guess, simplicity of the season. And then that's a gift to our relationships, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, one of the, one of the things that happened, um, what was it? Nine and a half years ago, when, when you, when you marry into a family, it goes both directions. Like both of you are marrying into, into a new family that has new traditions, that has new expectations around holidays. Um, and, and there's, and when you get to these big family gatherings, you have all of these people from different family backgrounds and different expectations, mm-hmm. different childhoods, different traditions, and melding all of that together uh, can get 
really complicated and really complex and um, maybe heated arguments happen. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. Um, But is... (laughs) You're like, I don't know about that experience. (laughs) My families are great. Um, They really are. We all do. (laughs) But is is there a way to approach those situations Mm -hmm. um, with with grace, like we talked about in the last episode, um, with with grace and and understanding and and a way to... um, Can we all just try to get along? (laughs) Right, right. I think really remembering that I can only control myself and I can't control (laughs) other people. Like we want them to change so bad. Like we really do. Um, Even as much as we love them. Like those two things we can hold together, wanting them to be different and also loving them at the same time. They're not mutually exclusive and that's important. Um, But what we can only control is ourself. And so controlling how we respond is really important. Controlling how much time we spend in environments that are difficult for us, we can certainly do. Sometimes I think we need this mental game of, I'm going to follow through with this because my family matters, but that is not where I'm going to find the essence of Advent and Christmas season. You know, I think spiritually understanding where we find some joy in Christmas and Advent and where we don't is really important. And that way your family doesn't hold that for you. Only God holds that for you. Only your relationship with, you know, this incarnate Savior that came came down for you holds joy for you. Uh, Because sometimes we're just excessively disappointed when we walk away from our family. And they probably feel the same way about us. So that's just reality. You know, um, but I think that helps to disconnect those things sometimes, especially in really difficult family relationships where there's a lot of arguing, a lot of pressure and expectations. Um, it's okay that that's not where you find Christmas joy. It's okay that that comes from Jesus alone or that comes from other places like having friends who are like family and hosting a gathering of people um, somewhere in the midst of there where you do uh, just really have that opportunity to strip away the stress and experience the season for itself. So what to avoid, what to engage in, (laughs) especially in, you know, when, when we are in a gathering, you know, knowing what to engage, like Think, I guess, maybe mentally preparing what I'm going to talk about, what I'm not going to talk mm-hmm. about in terms of conversation. Um, what's going to be what's going to be healthiest for everyone? Yeah, I, I mean, especially in our current context. So, um, you know, for those of you in America, like we don't need to talk about our political situations. Like that's just not a great place for us culturally right now. And if you know that's a stressor, as it is in a lot of families, um, and and Uncle Gerald brings it up every time, then like, you know, you have the ability to move to a different section of the room. You know, you have the ability. I think sometimes we think we need to return the conversation all the time. And, you know, you could just smile and nod and be like, yeah, I think I might sit over here. Uh, you you don't have to stay in that space, um, even as you do kind of metaphorically stay in the space. Uh, same thing with we're not going to turn anyone into Christians, you know, at our Christmas family gathering. Like we can talk about Jesus and please do don't, don't not be yourself. But at the same time, uh, there shouldn't be any pressure. This is the one time of year I see this person. I really need to make sure that I'm just like dumping the gospel on them instead sharing your own experience and how you engage. And, you know, um, 
LCMS uh, Witness and Outreach has the awesome Everyone Has Witness program, and maybe they'll do a holiday module at some time. <laughs> but you know, considering idea. you know, considering those head, heart, and hands concepts of where a person's at is really important, and can also help you begin to understand uh, why this conversation is so important to someone or what they need to hear. You mean having empathy for people? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's hard. Like you get into the situation and you're like, I just want out. I just want out, you know, and that's all you can think about. So your words start to fill you. Um, Thinking about them ahead of time, like Andy said, really helps. I'm one of those weird people that I really do think through. Yeah, I'm a processor. I have to process stuff before I talk and yet. I get to do it every day here. I know, it's weird. (laughs) We have more. uh, We'll continue the Mental Health Monday series uh, next Monday. Today, people in relationships next Monday. We're going to take a look at loss and life experience stressors. Deacon and Heidi, always a joy. Thanks for joining us for Mental Health Monday on the Coffee Hour. Always fun. Mm